Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If my spaceship had just landed here from Venus and I looked at Brock McGinn's stats, I'd be thinking to myself, this is a pretty solid third-line contributor. And you would send me on the first spaceship back to Venus, and rightly so. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins in the same place, not coincidentally, that you found this program. It's Penguins versus Avalanche tonight at PPG Paints Arena, 7.08 p.m. face-off. I'll be there covering it. I'm looking forward to covering actual hockey for the first time in quite a while. And I'm decidedly not looking forward to seeing the exact same line combinations for the most part that we've been looking at for a little too long. Now, Josh Archibald is expected to be back in the lineup and that's nice. I'm not going to, you know, make fun of that. The fourth line needs to be pretty much as efficient as it was before Archibald's injury way back on December 18th. Nice to have him back. One would presume he'll be on a line based on these last couple of practices with Teddy Bluger and Ryan Paling, great, wonderful. Your third line is still going to consist of Jeff Carter, Kasperi Kapanen, and McGinn. And Carter and Kapanen get it from pretty much all quadrants and not without cause. Carter, I think, has been this team's worst player. Kapanen is Kapanen. You don't need to hear all that all over again with either of these guys. But McGinn, not so much. And I'm going to guess, and this is probably not going out on a limb, that it's because you look at his stats and you see 10 goals and five assists over 49 games, and you project that out a little bit, and you say, hey, this is a guy that's going to end up somewhere near 20 goals on your bottom six. That's pretty nice. That's good value. Um, No, it's not. This is not a player who has made an impact in Pittsburgh. This is not a player who has supplanted in any way, shape, or form Brandon Tanev. And I know I bring him up a lot on this show. And there's a reason for that. Because he is everything that this team is missing, symbolically. You need the energy that he provides. You do need the goals that he'd occasionally pop. 
You do need the physicality. You need the want to. You need the PK. You need the personality. You need the edge. None of this except a reasonably good PK comes from again. That's it. That's it. The guy. I have a hard time actually saying something negative about him because I don't know what there is to say about him. I just don't see him as a bottom six type, and I'd feel the same way even if the fourth line was just all of a sudden this four-checking machine that made things happen and you could afford to have a third line that just occasionally popped a goal and didn't do a whole lot else. I'm not putting the burden of Carter and Kapanen being non-things additionally onto McGinn is what I'm saying. McGinn has his own level of being a non-thing. And one thing that you have to remember is that McGinn was signed after Tanev was lost in the expansion draft, which never had to happen to Seattle, of course. There were a hundred different ways Ron Hextall could have kept both Tanev and Jared McCann, which I understand hindsight is always clearer, but it wasn't hindsight for everybody at the time, believe me. And part of the justification for this, meaning letting Tanev go and then going out and signing McGinn, was that you know, you'd get McGinn and you'd get him at a slightly lower rate than what you paid to Tanev at a lesser term. Um, okay, great. So what did they do with the savings? They gave it to Kapanen, you know? <laughs> I I just There's things about this team that feel to me like they're solvable. And then there's looking at McGinn, just watching him play, watching his demeanor, and wondering what it is that they could possibly see that says, yeah, that's where it's coming from. I asked McGinn after practice, coming out of this break, well, here, just listen to it. Brock, where's the energy, the, the grit and everything going to come from on these third and fourth lines? Ron Hextall was talking about it, he wants to see more of it. Yeah, I think yeah, it's just the mindset. I think uh, we're all ready to come back right now after break and uh, get to our game here. I'm picturing your game where you uh, you had the early hit, got everybody going. Can can this can the third and fourth lines bring more of that? Yeah, I think we, we all know our roles, and I think um, just going out and doing it, I think uh, we just got to be able to bring energy to the group and now look not everybody has the exact same persona not everybody is outgoing not everybody's gonna give you super passionate charismatic type answers i'm not holding that against mcginn but for what the penguins hired him to do he is not a fit you can see it on the ice you could hear it just now in what i was asking him and his responses I was basically asking him if his line and and him included are going to be able to provide the energy that this team needs. He probably should have bit my head off. You know, he probably should have snapped back. Heck yeah, man. And it didn't have to be mean. It could just be, wait a second. Are you asking me if I can provide the energy that my team needs? If my line mates can do that? Yeah, of course. Of course. 
In fact, I'm exactly the right guy to do that. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'll show you that, that one game a couple weeks ago where I hit a guy and got the bench all fired up and it ended up leading to victory. I, I can do that again. It doesn't have to be a once every two months occurrence. I mean, I even brought that up. Look, I'm not, again, I'm not degrading the guy for not coming after me. And I most certainly wasn't asking the questions to provoke any reaction. I was asking the questions that I felt were appropriate, given the state of the team right now and what the team needs. And, uh, you know, if I asked that of Tanev, <laughs> I would have gotten those other answers, because that's what you'd expect. McGinn... Yeah, he's more of a, well, the team that he played with before. The Carolina Hurricanes are just that kind of uh, passive. You, you watch them and they seem almost like they're emotionless. Uh, they get a lot done. They're very good. I'm not knocking that. But you don't see a whole lot of that feistiness and that fire. And they don't do very well in the playoffs, you might have noticed. The Penguins are missing that right now. And they even though they denied this or certainly downplayed it at the time, did get McGinn to replace Tanev. He has done nothing of the kind, and the team in general has done nothing to replace Tanev. He's been just missing from this equation. And that's a big, big long-term strike against Hextall. When we come back, J1Q... J1Q comes from Carmen, who says, My takeaway from the past couple days is that the ceiling for this team is a wild card spot and a competitive first round playoff exit. And that assumes Tristan Jari and the key players stay healthy. Am I wrong? I have no idea, Carmen. Uh, you know, predict the future. Um, you know, if you look at the last couple of days, there are a lot of specific things that I heard that I didn't like. I've talked about them on yesterday's show, and I. And brought up more stuff today. Uh, it wasn't inspiring. Nothing was inspiring. Nothing changed. Nothing changed. Nobody really said anything different, other than Hextall saying anything at all. Uh, nothing changed with the line combinations. Nothing changed with the perceived urgency, at least not to my sense, from being around them. So why would any of us feel any differently than we did before the buy, yourself included? You can take your predictions wherever you want. I, I mean, that's not that's not my business to say whether you're right or wrong. I just know that they've not given anyone a reason to feel differently, possibly, and most importantly, including themselves. Now, I, I'm not into the... Middle of the night, Jim Rutherford trading Carl Hagelin kind of moves that are aimed at just shake the team up, get them a little bit unsettled. But that's not what this team needs. I don't think this team needs a shake up. I think this team just needs some different players. 
particularly on that third line, possibly the fourth, unless those guys can get it back together. I think there needs to be a solution to the Brian Dumoulin problem. I think there needs to be a solution to the backup goaltending problem. I think, like you pointed out yourself, Jari needs to get on the ice and stay on the ice, and he needs to go the full-blown Connor Hellebuck slash Martin Brodeur for the duration of this season. He needs to go all-out Ironman. But I also think that none of that matters if these players don't, to a certain extent, match their coach's image. And you can say, and this is easy to do, you know, a coach needs to change his system to suit the players. I've heard that one a lot. So what you'd be asking then, because if you want to take it further, you'll see how hollow it actually is, is for the coach to adjust his expectations of his third line to a left winger who's virtually non-existent, a center who has just lost it, who has just fallen off a cliff age-wise, and a right winger who just skates aimlessly. Good luck with that. Good. You could, you could task that particular challenge to the combined brain power of Scotty Bowman, Herb Brooks, Bob Johnson, go right down the list, and they'd have no answers for you other than get me some different players. So it's not a matter of asking Sullivan to make things different. His system works fine, but he needs some players with some kind of anything. And this isn't it. And it won't be it. So, yeah, I mean, as far as whatever it is that you're feeling, if you're feeling down now, that means you felt down before, and I'm not any different. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. Mm-hmm.